Hello, everyone, and welcome to Minute 77 of Season 4 of Movie Rob Minute, the daily podcast where we take a hilarious and poignant journey through the 1989 Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan rom-com, One Harry Met Sally, One Minute at a Time. I'm Rob, and joining me once again today is Sean German of the Next Scene Podcast. Welcome back to the show, Sean. Hi, I'm Sean. So, uh, yeah, thanks for having me back. Glad to be here once again. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad to have you back also. Uh... You know, we, we've already heard each other's stories anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. So, minute 77 begins with Harry and Sally eating noisily and ends with Harry and Jess crossing the street. So, yesterday we ended things off with Harry and Sally in this fancy restaurant, uh, both relieved that the other one believes that they made a mistake. And then they just start, you know, getting ready to eat their salad. And today we begin with them eating their salad. And they're they're both eating noisily. I mean, I think Harry is eating much <laughs> louder than, than Sally. I mean, one of the things you mentioned yesterday, Sean, was, is, you know, in, in movies, sometimes, you know, they have too many, the people are eating too much and stuff like that. But I, I think it really works in, for the scene. You know, the, the fact that, you know, the both, of, they're both so uncomfortable they even after they've both established the fact that you know they they both made the right decision by saying they that there was a mistake right mm-hmm. but they still have nothing to talk to talk about to one another you know and harry just says all right i'm just going to eat and that's it and he starts chomping away at his salad and it it's actually very funny in the commentary so there we have like a minute or two where Rob Reiner and Billy Crystal are discussing the fact that, you know, this is the way to eat food in movies, you know, when you're filming a movie, because when you have to do a scene over and over and over, you need to do it in a way where you're not going to get sick, but you also need to do it in a way where the food isn't being encumbersome to the conversation, to what's going on in the movie itself. So they point out that if you pay attention, Harry is only eating uh, these these white vegetables on the side. I, they mentioned the name of it. I couldn't. I can't remember what the what the name of the vegetable is. But apparently, that's a vegetable that that wouldn't make too much. You know, wouldn't be very obtrusive for them to uh, for him to be eating along the way. Mm-hmm. And Sally's Sally's eating, but she's more nibbling, I guess you can say, with uh, with what's going on. And we we basically have twenty something seconds where you know nobody's saying anything. We just hear the crunching sound of 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 the salad, so I I think it's a great choice to have the salad there, <laughs> just to to accentuate you know the uncomfortableness of of the two of them, you know these two characters yeah. who've been so comfortable with each other throughout this entire movie. Yeah, and it is yeah it's it's you know crisp crisp vegetables so something that's gonna have crunch that we can hear to just yeah accentuate the silence and uh, yeah like so question you know there's there's a difference there's is this, you know, is this that they're comfortable not talking as, you know, as Harry says, it's, you know, that we can, it's nice we can sit here and not talk, or is this, is this really an uncomfortable silence that he's just trying to, uh, yeah, you know, he's trying to cover over that. Right. I believe, I believe it's an uncomfortable silence. That, that that's, you know, I don't think that it, they're, that they've, that they're at a point where, the, you know, you know, he does say it's so nice when we can sit with someone, when you can sit with somebody and not have to talk. And then she goes, hmm. <laughs> So, 
I, I, I think it, you know, they're, they're trying to show the uncomfortableness of this, you know, I, I, and think about it. They're only at the salad right now. I wonder what's going to happen the rest of this meal. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't get the, the pleasure of seeing what happens throughout the rest of this meal. We only get to see what happens to them in this particular case, you know, when they're eating their salad. But, and you kind of, you kind of have excuse of, well, you know, we're eating, we're doing something else with our mouths at the moment other than talking. But if, um, you know, if there's a break, like, you know, if there's a break between the salad and, uh, and when the entrees come or if they bring the entrees out right away, but if they have to wait for dessert or the, you know, coffee or something, um, you know, we have, how much more uncomfortable would it be when yeah, they're yeah, not eating and not talking? Yeah. 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 I mean, but again, they're, they're, they're both very uncomfortable here. You know, they, 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 they play it well that you can tell that, that, neither one of them really wants to be having this conversation, really wants to be in the other's company, mm-hmm. you know, during, during the whole thing. So, you know, and Sally like smiles as, as he says it and sort of agreeing with him. And then the, the, the scene changes and we're back in Central Park again. You know, we have, we have been in Central Park in a few, in a few uh, weeks. <laughs> and so we're, we're back in Central Park, but this time, instead of it being Harry and Sally in Central Park, it's, it's Harry and Jess. And, <laughs> they're, they're like speed walking in Central Park. That's what it looks like they're doing, and it's, yeah. it's the, the their their outfits are hilarious. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the the spandex, the very tight pants that they're both wearing. Yes, uh, very strange for. Um, yeah, for I mean they're, they're not out of shape, but they're they're middle aged men, and like you said, they're not you know they're not running, they're not even jogging, they're they're speed walking. Right. But you actually, I wouldn't even call it. You know, I, I just I just watched it again. It doesn't look like they're speed walking. They're just they're just walking. They're walking a little faster walking. than no, they're walking a little faster than one would walk, but I, they're they're also not speed walking. You know, at yeah. that point, they're just walking fast, but they've got yeah you know high tech uh, pants that they're wearing. I guess for uh, you know wind resistance, they got to just glide through. Uh, yeah, the air there. <laughs> right. Do, do you know uh, another name for for speed walking? No, no. I think it's speed also, walking's bad enough. What else can you call it? It's, it's also known as power walking. Power walking. There you go. Yeah, which which is usually you know people are are walking fast and they can go in general between seven and nine kilometers an hour, which is uh, four and a half to five five and a half uh, miles per hour, mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> For it to be known to for to qualify as being power walking as opposed to jogging or running, at least one foot must be in contact to the ground at all times. Mm-hmm. You know, meaning meaning you know you can't have any you, you you can't have your foot in the air too long for it to be counted as part of that. Um, the, in in the Berlin Marathon in 1999, they actually added a division for power walking. Mm-hmm. You know, in you know while you're doing the marathon and stuff like that. And there are apparently rules for doing power walking. The walker must walk straight. The walker must walk doing an alternating movement of feet and arms. The walker must walk with one foot in permanent contact with the ground. The leading leg must be bent. Each advancing foot strike must be heel to toe at all times. The walker must walk not doing an exaggerated swivel to the hip. And the arms spread completely from the elbows and these move back. (laughs) So it's, it's... Pretty funny. The, the, they're even like world's records. They, they have like, you know, a category of world records of people, you know, doing power walking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, that's, that's how I, I, I kind of know this. Yeah. From the Olympics. And uh, it's, 
The Olympics yeah, has powerlifting. People, uh, I don't know if it's currently. I know at one point it was an Olympic event, like long distance power walking. And uh, yeah, they had people around the course. People would get disqualified, you know, if the um, like, you know, the, the knee wasn't at the proper angle or they weren't going heel to toe properly. It's kind of new. Yeah. One of the big ones was you have to have at least one foot on the ground at all time versus. Uh, sounds like, you know, sounds like those, like uh, you know, like those jitterbug contests, you know, like that they had on happy days, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. <laughs> Where, yeah. where if you stop for a second they they tap you out you know that type of thing right so uh, right. apparently the world's record or actually here i'll ask you so they have five different categories of speed walking there's five kilometer 10 kilometer half marathon 30 kilometer and marathon okay mm-hmm. how long do you think the record is for someone to power walk five kilometers Okay, five kilometers is about three miles. Five kilometers power walk. So, yeah. so running, someone could probably run it, like someone you know who's in shape, not me. Um, if you run that in fifteen, a power walk, I don't know, maybe like twenty-one, twenty-two minutes. Absolutely, you're very close. You're very close. The record for men is twenty-three minutes, and the record okay. for women is twenty-eight. The the record for men was 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 uh, uh, established in 2003. So think about it. It's been 20 years. Nobody is able to to power walk faster. Maybe people just don't want to power walk. That could be is also I don't know. And so 10 kilometers is just about double that. So the men's is is 46 and change, and the women's is 56 and change. The half marathon for men is an hour and 43 minutes and for women is is uh, slightly under two hours 30 kilometers for for men is two and a half hours and for women is three hours and then a marathon for a man is three hours and 41 minutes and for a woman is four hours and 12 minutes I mean, it always amazes me that people, exactly. you know, actually have <laughs> records for everything. <laughs> like, there's, yeah, there's a record for everything. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. So the the two of them continue walking or power walking through, uh, through Central Park. And Harry goes, it's just like most of the time you go to bed with somebody. She tells you all of her stories. You tell her your stories. But with Sally and me, we've already heard each other's stories. So once we went to bed. We didn't know what we were supposed to do, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I think that this whole idea has a very big fallacy in it because mm-hmm. he's basically saying that once you're married, you have nothing to talk about. That's my interpretation of what he's saying. Yeah, that you know, was we, that was my thought. Because yeah, obviously what you know what he said, there's a certain truth of that if it's like you just met someone, you know, you're picking someone up at a bar or something, and like this is, you know, you kind of just met them and, and you kind of get right into a romantic or a sexual relationship. But yeah, what happens if, you know, it's not the first night and, you know, you've, you've been married to someone or you've been with someone for a long time. Does that mean you, you know, you have nothing to say? You've heard all exactly. each other's stories. Exactly. You know, I mean, I, 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 I've personally been married just about 13 years. Okay. And there's tons of stuff that comes up all the time that, that, you know, that I mentioned to my wife or that she mentions to me that that either we didn't tell that story before or forgot that someone told the story. You know, it just sounds new. So it doesn't. Yeah. And, and obviously you have new stories every day about things that happen. Yeah. 
you know so yeah. i i don't know it, it, it I, I guess i guess you can say that it does make sense for for harry to make a comment like this you know because because of the fact that you know he's he slept with everybody in new york that he has to start dating women from new jersey so <laughs> you know that yeah. that that could be so as they're walking through the park we actually can see like this uh, fountain Dude, are you are you familiar at all with Central Park? A little bit, and I know that this this particular area, this particular fountain, has been in in many films, has has appeared many times. So although I don't, I'm not sure exactly where in Central Park this is. Okay, so it is the the the, the fountain is the Bethesda Terrace and, and Fountain, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's on the southern shore of the the lake in Central Park. Okay. And the statue on top of the fountain is known as the Angel of the Waters statue. Angel of the Water. Yeah. So this was actually um, established. Uh, it, it was created in 1858. You know, that, this was one of the things that they that that when when they were creating Central Park. You know, that's one of the things that they put in there. I mean, that that's pretty amazing that it that's been there for so long. I mean, they they finished installing the the terrace itself in in 1863 you know during the civil war but it was in the original plan stuff like that so it it took them it took them a while to get it completed it it was completed in 1873 everything so it took them took them close to 15 years to get it all uh taken care of so this is good go back a ways yeah the statue itself is an eight foot statue uh made of bronze that depicts a female winged angel touching down upon the top of the fountain where water spouts and cascades into into an upper basin and then into the surrounding pool. Uh, below her, there are four uh, four foot cherubs that rep- represent temperance, purity, health, and peace. So it's, it's pretty interesting that it, uh, that they have that there that they they walk through it. You know, I I, I think I mentioned at one point uh, over the course of, of of this season that Central Park is one of the most filmed parks. Or one of the most filmed sites in the world, you know, during movies, which obviously makes sense, you know, because there's, there's a lot to do there. <laughs> yeah. Jess then basically turns to him and, and gives him an answer and goes, sure, Harry. Now, I, I don't buy his sure, Harry. I think he's basically saying whatever. <laughs> it doesn't sound <laughs> as if he's he's so, you know, he it, it doesn't sound as if he's really agreeing with Harry here. I think he's, he's you know, pandering to him. He just says, all right, fine. That's what you think. No problem. What, yeah, what no, no, think? I agree. I mean, I think, yeah, no, as as sort of the man, as Harry's friend, like he's not gonna take, um, you know, he's not gonna say something, you know, he's not gonna kind of take Sally's side or, or uh, you know, challenge, you know, his friend on this point. But uh, yeah, he he doesn't sound like he's entirely sold. He's just, um, you know, kind of he feels, you know, this is, you know, Harry's in one of his moods where he's got to talk and he's got to got to get it out. And so uh, Jess is kind of gonna go along with almost anything Harry says. He's just kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Pretty much. Sure, Harry, whatever whatever you say. Right. And then Harry says, I don't know. Maybe you get to a certain point in a relationship where it's just too late to have sex, you know? And, you know, that that's where it, it ends this minute. So again, I, I don't completely agree with Harry's statement here. I think I think he's partially talking out of anger here or disappointment. You know, by the way that he's he's trying to, you know, brush off the fact that that his friendship with with Sally, you know, is at least for the time being, you know, on the bends. You know, it's not something that's really working out for them because of this, because of everything that happened with them. So I don't know. 
Yeah, and I think it's like Harry's trying to convince himself that, you know, because he's in, uh, you know, he's not really sure where this relationship is. Clearly, uh, the romantic encounter has changed, you know, has affected the friendship with Sally. And, uh, you know, he's, you know, they haven't fully committed to being, uh, you know, a couple to being together, but they don't know where they are as friends. And, uh, um, yeah, you know, there's a little bit, I think Harry is just kind of throwing stuff out there to see what sticks. Yeah. Yeah. So I, <laughs> the, the, the last part of that conversation, actually the scene changes and they're walking through the rain where Harry is just has his baseball hat on and justice will be a newspaper over him. And what, what stood out for me is when they were talking. So in, in the background, you see this, this van, this red van that says on it, ACE sound. And if you look carefully, it says sales, rentals, installations, surveillance systems and then it has a phone number i actually looked up that phone number and oh, the, really? this this company is apparently still around okay it's called ace audio visual company uh but but to me it's you know what stuck out was the fact that you know it's a surveillance company you know so could it be that someone's you know uh you know following following harry and, and jess around <laughs> Uh, you know, do we do we have do we have a bunch of sweaty uh, FBI guys? You know, uh, yeah. you know, drinking coffee that they're in this van, trying to you know trying to listen in on on Harry and Jess's conversation. Yeah, I, I kind of uh, well, my thought would be surveillance maybe just means like security systems for a business or something, security cameras. But uh, though security is different than surveillance, indeed. Yeah, so maybe. Yeah, I mean, we we talked earlier how we weren't exactly sure what um what Jess did, what you know, what his or actually no, we know he's a writer. Maybe he uh it was it was Marie. We couldn't remember what she did. Ah, so maybe um, Marie, so, maybe Marie um, is is keeping tabs on Jess. Maybe maybe yeah, maybe she's uh you know maybe she, you know maybe she works for the FBI or the CIA, like some you know some intelligence agency, and uh, she's not sure what Jess is up to. Uh, you know, he says he's he's out power walking with uh, with Harry, but who knows? So. Uh, I'll, I'll get my surveillance experts on the on the case. Yeah, could be, could be. Uh, I mean, I, I I did a quick search and I actually found, you know, like a a a bill from the Ace Audio Video Company, you know, and 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 so on on this bill it says some really interesting things, you know, that that not just what's what's written there is is funny, you know, because you know we can see the date and everything like that. This is from the 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 7th of of may 1989 you know and it says what this person bought and stuff like that but it says on the bottom um a sound has no insurance on any equipment a rental day is 24 hours equipment held past that time will incur additional charges we'll show you how to operate our or, or operators available cassette recorders lensac recorders ampex recorders interview tape recorders mobile systems PA systems, conference recorders, power megaphones, lecterns, uh, phonographs, carousel projectors, screens, motion picture projectors, videotape recorders, closed circuit TV systems, and color and black and white TV sets. So I just found that interesting that that's printed on on their receipt. <laughs> and then it says for okay. additional legal information, see reverse side. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just found this to be funny that it's amazing the things you can find on 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 the internet these days. 
Indeed. Oh, that internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, one of the things that I, I forgot to mention before, so on the commentary, when Rob Reiner, so the commentary is with Rob Reiner, Nora Ephron, and Billy Crystal. And there's another commentary just with Rob Reiner that most of the time he's just silent the whole time. But when he's with the other two, they have some great conversations. And when they're doing the power walking, so Rob Reiner says, you know, they started talking about the pants. And Rob Reiner says, oh, it doesn't matter. You both have great asses anyway. <laughs> So Billy Crystal had a, had a good laugh on that one, that, that yeah. Rob Reiner yeah. seems to think he has a nice ass. But but the funniest thing to me about that line is that in Sleepers in Seattle, he says the same thing to Tom Hanks. <laughs> so he just says that to all his leading men. Apparently. Yeah. Sometimes on camera, um, sometimes yeah. off. <laughs> They're not bad. I mean, for a couple uh, middle-aged comedians, uh, yeah. Right. Billy Crystal is about 40 when this uh, when this was being filmed. Because yeah. he was born in '48, so this was filmed maybe in '88, '80, uh, you know, late 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 '88, early '89, you know that. Yeah, uh, I mean, and those those walking pants, they're they're not forgiving. They they show everything, and uh, no. yeah, that's nothing to be ashamed of there. Nothing, nothing no. wrong with that. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> All right, do you have anything else you want to say about this minute before we get into the script? Uh, no, no, nothing. Uh, you know, I'll well, I'll, I'll just say no. I'll say no for now. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So um, the truth is this uh, part of the script has an entirely additional scene that's not in the movie. Oh, oh my. All right. Deleted scene. Yeah. Okay. Well, sort of. Sort of. So first of all, first of all, it, it, it expands on Harry's com uh, comment where he says, it's so nice that you can sit with someone and not have to talk. So in, in that's what it says in the movie, in the script, it, it adds in, it just shows how really comfortable you are. Mm -hmm. And then it says, hold on the scene as they go on eating in silence. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm glad they cut that out because it's something that that's self-explanatory. We can see how uncomfortable they are. So you don't really have to see him. You don't have to hear him say that this, that we're, we're very comfortable, even though they're not. Right. Right. You know, that type of thing. And then after that, they actually have another documentary footage of a couple sitting there on the couch. Okay. In the movie, we're done with them. There are no more, if I remember correctly, except for the final one. And so they have an additional one here where the woman says, what happened? And this is a very long monologue, which I'm assuming is one of the reasons they cut it out. So bear with me just for a few few seconds here. What happened was I went to the movies, a matinee of, of It Happened One Night. And just as the scene where Claudette Colbert hikes up her skirt to get a ride, the projector broke. If that projector did not break right then, I would never have been on the 313 trolley heading home, which I was. And who should sit next to me but my friend Louise? She says to me, let's go get an ice cream soda at Walgreens. We always went to Walgreens. So we get there. We sit down at the counter and I say, let me have a black and white. That's a chocolate soda with vanilla ice cream. And you know what the guy says to me? We're out of vanilla ice cream. How can you be out of vanilla ice cream? So Louis says, order something else. But my heart is set on the black and white. So we go over to Armstrong Schroeder, where you, sh you should know I never went in my whole life before or since. So there we are, drinking my black and white. When who should walk in but my brother's friend Stanley, who's just bought a new car, a Duesenberg. He tells me, come to the street and see it. So there I am looking at the car. When who should come up but this handsome man, indicating the old man uh, sitting next to her, who says, that's a beauty. What kind is it? A Duesenberg, I tell him. 
So if it wasn't for a broken projector, I would be sitting here talking to you alone. <laughs> and then the man <laughs> says, I was just walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, I like I like the story overall. I, I know it doesn't work in the movie, but it's a fun story to listen to. You know, that she's just basically, you know, up until now, we, we don't have any of them where the woman is just rambling on. And that's what this is. This is this is the rambling on uh you know documentary couple. Where she's where she's just rambling, 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 and he has one little line where he says, "I was just walking down the street." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I can kind of see. Yeah, you, you can cut that, but uh, yeah, yeah, I understand. It's a cute really story. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's cute. Yeah, yeah. And then there's there's one other line at the end, which uh, Harry says in the movie he says, "I don't know." You get to a certain point in a relationship where maybe it's just too late to have sex, and in the script, it's it's I don't know. You get to a certain point in the relationship where maybe it's just too late to have sex. You know, it's sort of like incest. So I'm really glad they cut that out. <laughs> that just makes no sense whatsoever. So is there is there a certain point in the relationship where it's too late to have incest? Is that uh, yeah? Apparently, <laughs> I did. don't know. I don't According... sure want to know where they were going with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apparently that. That's what, uh, you know, Rob Renner and Nora Ephron thought. <laughs> and they probably, you know, when 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 they were filming said, uh, wait a second, maybe we should take that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was I was hoping I was hoping that that, you know, in, in the commentary, they would mention something about that. But uh, no, not mentioned at all. <laughs> Everyone just forgot that that happened. Let's just yeah. forget about it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Some things better left uh, left forgotten. Yeah, completely. <laughs> All right. So every Tuesday we have a segment called Off the Beaten Track, Dating mm -hmm. Courting Edition, where my guests will give a story, adventure, misadventure, anecdote, something that happened to them over the course of their life that has somehow related to either dating or courting. So, Sean, you have a story for us? Yeah. So I don't know if it's... Uh... I don't know if this qualifies as a story, but uh, I have a bunch of words that I will say <laughs> that you will listen to. Okay. Um, and, uh, and and some are related to this minute, which is due to my, my set of equivocation earlier when you asked if I had any more on the minute, which the, 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 the honest answer would have been, yes, I have more on the minute, but I'm going to save it uh, for this segment. So, um, yeah, so Harry says maybe you get to a certain point in a relationship where it's just too late to have sex, you know? Um and, and that uh, that's relevant to uh, the relationship I have with my wife. And uh, so uh, we met um, and I don't think we agree. We've we've we've, we've told the story. And we've gone back and forth and uh, we're not sure or we, we disagree. I think we met sometime early in 1993. She thinks it was 92. But in any case, um, at some point we met and it was not until several years later that we became uh, you know sort of a couple we started dating as a boyfriend and girlfriend we were friends for um for about 5 years 4 or 5 years it wasn't until uh, 1997 when uh you know we do agree on on those dates so uh, yeah it wasn't until about 5 years later that we became uh, you know romantically involved and became a couple and eventually moved in together in 1998 and then we're married in uh 2002. So it was, um, I mean, not, not quite as long as it's been for Harry and Sally. I think through the, the, the various, uh, you know, the cuts in time that we've seen, it's been more than five years. I think, are we up to 10 years? Right now, right now it's, it's been, I think, 12 years. 
12, yeah, 12 years. Um, mm, 11, 11 and a half, 12 years, that type of thing. Although they, you know, they met, you know, they had the one ride and then they didn't see each other for a few years. No, so um, it was 19, 1977, they, they had the ride. And then in 1982, then five years later, so 1982 was when they met on the plane. And then right. it said five years later, they were, uh, they met in the bookstore. Okay, the bookstore. So that's already, that's already fall 1987. And then now we're, we'll find out later this week that we're pretty much a year later. So it's been 11 years. Okay. Um, but it's only been about a year or maybe a little bit more that they've been friends and they've been correct interacting on a regular basis. Uh, That's but, correct. Um, you know, but yeah, so it's, uh, you know, so they've been friends for a while and then uh, they have sex and, and now Harry's kind of maybe second thoughts or just wondering if it was too late. But uh, yeah, so I was, um, I was friends with my wife for, uh, for about five years before, uh, you know, be before we became, uh, yeah, before we became a couple, before we had any kind of romantic interactions um, at all. And the fact that um, as of recording, it's been a little bit over 20 years that we've been married. So um, Congrats. I, I, so I, don't, I don't think you do reach a point where it's too late. I don't think it's, you know, it's, it's never too late, maybe. That's correct. Um, yeah, I mean, we both but, disagreed uh, with Harry before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would, wouldn't be the first time Harry was wrong, but. Uh, that is correct. Yeah, so, uh, so, so, you know, yeah. So that's, that's my off the beaten track story. Okay, great. Is. That's a great story. Thank you very much for that, Sean. Oh, thank you. Would you like to tell people how they can find Sean German? Uh, sure. So I've, uh, I'll, I'll talk about, I've done some other movies by minute podcasts. I've, I've covered movies the same way, uh, that movie Rob here is covering Harry Met Sally. One, one film I covered was This Is Spinal Tap, um, which I covered with a great co-host Heidi Bennett. Uh, that's over at spinaltapminute.com. And, uh, I think we've got some social media going on at, uh, you know, uh, under Spinal Tap Minute, but, uh, yeah, so check that out at Spinal Tap Minute. Again, you know, we cover, uh, we cover the great film. This is Spinal Tap, one minute at a time. And uh, and actually, one of the uh, I was going to say one of the stars of that film, not not a star of the film, but a no, 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 I don't know if he's a star. He's a mime. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, <laughs> uh, mimes can be stars, uh, you know. So, but also appearing in that film, uh, someone who may come up, uh, you know, later uh, in another episode uh, this week, um, is Billy Crystal. So we can well, we, we can talk more about that then. But uh, yeah, for now, so check that out at at SpinalTapMinute.com. All right, great. And while you're doing that, you can go rate, review, and subscribe to any podcast you might be using to listen to the show. Finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for Movie Rob Minute. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter. Or you can find me on my website, MovieRobMinutes.com. So until tomorrow, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Gave me a thrill with all your faults. I love you still. It had to be you. Wonderful you had to be you